Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for hanging out, Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. We, we say it to Jacob Padilla, Hale Varsity dot com and magazine at Jacob Padilla underscore on Twitter is where you find him. And uh, he has been all over the place, man. The basketball court today, he's been checking out volleyball this week. He's been keeping an eye on fall practice for Nebraska. Jacob, good to see you. Thanks for a few minutes. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. It's uh, almost here. We're, we're almost through the summer. Uh, we're just a couple of weeks out from sporting events, finally starting up again. And Jacob, just being a couple months away from the start of sporting events also means we're just a couple weeks away from the start of fantasy football. That's how we let off this show. Tell me, <laughs> are you in any high-stakes fantasy football leagues? Is that your game? What's, what's your plan for the fall? So, uh, actually, unfortunately, both the leagues I was in last year uh, didn't, uh, didn't come back this year. So right now, I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, I'm not in a league right now. Uh, Don't join Elijah's. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I won my money league last year, and uh, the the commissioner doesn't didn't want to do it again this year with the same group. So it was kind of one thrown together last minute. So I went one and done in that league, and right now I'm just kind of a I guess I'm a free agent. So if anybody wants me wants uh, needs somebody to to fill out their league, uh, hit me up on Twitter. That is pretty good at Jacob Badilla underscore. Well, in Elijah's league, my league, it costs you quite a bit. I've been in it 31 years. There's lots of trash talking, but it's good camaraderie, all right? Uh, Elijah's League, if you lose, you have the choice between, what, the bar bill the next year or a tattoo on your backside that's an L? Yeah, so you either have to pay the full bar bill plus all the beers and the food costs associated with the draft for 12 people, which ends up being pricey, or all the league members will chip in for you, and you can go get an L tattooed on your your left butt cheek. So it's, it's up to you. I would definitely go with the tattoo because, A, it's a great life story, and, B, that barbell is expensive. So, like, imagine me, Speedo at the lake. Somebody's going to ask the question, hey, what's with that L right there? Okay, I'd, I'd rather not uh, <laughs> imagine you in a Speedo right now, so let's, uh, let's just move on. Well, maybe you can shift it from the tattoo, Elijah, and, and just go with the old Yellowstone tribute. Maybe you just get branded. I'll pass on that personally. I have a friend oh. who, who got branded. You, back you're in the one school. throwing out speedos and tattoos on on the backside. I'm just I'm giving you another option. I, I got a friend, my buddy Graham. He got branded back in high school as a part of like a youth group type thing. Uh, <laughs> what kind of, what kind of youth, youth group is this? <laughs> I wasn't there. Like a to me. I wasn't there, but it's just it's just a triangle also on his butt cheek. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Branding and youth group don't go together, man. <laughs> oh wow, I don't know where to go. Um, all right, let's just go, let's just go to let's go talk some ball here. My God, yeah, I had a buddy who was in the youth group and he got branded. Huh? His <laughs> he dad screamed. was very upset. <laughs> I would imagine so. I, 
I hope. <laughs> he wasn't dead holding him down. Um, okay. Jeez. Uh, 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 Jacob, volleyball. You had a chance to check out some of the, uh, the, the camp with Coach Cook. How, uh, how, how are the Huskers looking volleyball days around the corner? Yeah, it was uh, day one of practice, so not a whole lot. In fact, they didn't, didn't do any, like, real competitive team stuff until, like, the last hour of basically five hours of practice. Um, it was all fundamentals, all serve and pass. You hear Cook talk about that all the time. That's that serve, pass, and defense is the foundation of his program. And back that up, it basically throughout the day, it was a whole lot of serving and passing. And in practice, too, they moved into some blocking for a while. And then finally, they started taking swings and actually hitting a little bit uh, and then got into a little bit of competitive team stuff late. So um, definitely it was a day one, but it was also wasn't a whole lot of stopping and teaching. Fortunately, they were able to get a lot of the installation of, all right, this is how we do things. This is what we do. These are go to drills and all that. They're able to get all that done uh, during the spring, getting ready for their overseas trip. So. Um, Nebraska is pretty young, obviously no seniors. You've got uh, a bunch of freshmen coming in, but with the, uh, with them enrolling for spring, going through beach and the indoor training, going through the practices for their, their Brazil trip, and then going through the Brazil matches and the, and the, the, um, the, the training down there, uh, it's, they're far, much farther along than you normally would expect an incoming class to be. And that shows kind of in their performance, all those all those freshmen were coming in and pushing for, for playing time right away. And Jacob, whenever you talk about those freshmen, that's been kind of one of the talking points we've had with Husker football this week with some injuries is, is freshmen that can step up. What do they sh- need to show in order to get onto the field? And from a volleyball point of view, what does John Cook want these girls to show in order to prove they can get on the court as, as young Huskers in their volleyball career? So a few different ways, I guess one, Things he always says the the six best servers and patents six best servers are going to play, so that that's certainly one area where whether it's in a specific serving role or just straight up uh, in uh, uh, kind of a starting role type deal there you can if you're one of the best servers you're going to have a chance to play and beyond that you're competing for uh, for the the starting spot the, the key rotation spots and um, it, it depends on the position because each each of the positions you're kind of looking for different things um and it's going to come down to uh, consistency who performs the best day to day and we've seen um seen a lot of inconsistency over the last couple of years uh with just kind of the the, the lineups with injuries and performance and some struggles in some certain areas i think they're hoping that they're going to be able to get things locked down early on in the non-conference this year and you've got uh, someone like Andy Jackson, middle blocker, uh, just brings a level of athleticism and terminating that you don't necessarily, that, that's maybe a little different than the other options. But we saw Beck Alec was an all Big Ten uh, freshman performer last year. Um, she's there. And then um, Maggie Mendelson now has much more uh, time under her belt. Obviously, he was splitting her training last year between basketball and volleyball. Now you've got a full off season, So you've got some more of those volleyball reps under her belt. So you got basically a three-way battle there for two starting spots. Outside hitter, you've got four players, uh, two juniors, a sophomore, and a freshman competing for two starting spots. Cook's got to figure out, all right, who, which of these outside hitters can play six rotations versus just going to play in the front row. 
And then that's where a freshman in Lainey Choboy as a defensive specialist, you can see her get into the lineup playing in the back row for one of those pin hitters. Um, and I would ex- certainly expect that to be the case. Joe Boy looks like a freshman that's going to be ready to play right away. It's, it's just that Nebraska has uh, an All-American, Lexi Rodriguez, at Libero, and she's not lo- losing that starting spot. Um, it's, so you got uh, Merritt Beeson at opposite hitter, the transfer from Florida, the, other, the co-captain with Rodriguez. You feel good about her kind of being that, uh, that, that starting opposite hitter and potentially playing uh, all six rotations. Um, so they've just, and then obviously the setter is, is the biggest one. And uh, Bergen Riley, uh, as a freshman coming in, she was able to basically get all the setter reps in the second practice uh, last week. Because uh, Kennedy Orr went through the full first practice, and uh, I don't know if it's just kind of uh, load management. Um, she was doing some stuff on, on the side with the trainer for the second practice. So she was there. She was cheering our teammates on when they got to the competitive part, but. She didn't go through the full second practice after going through the first. And so those are the two competing uh, for the setter spot. Jacob Adilla is with us. HailVarsity.com uh, and magazine at Jacob Adilla underscores where you follow him. Jacob, get a shift over to, to basketball. Got a couple of minutes left here. What do you like about Boogie Coleman in his game, Nebraska's latest edition? Yeah, I mean, to, to land a player of his accomplishments this late in the offseason, uh, is no small feat, especially considering they had to do it while overseas uh, in Spain and do it all remotely. Uh, no, no opportunity for any kind of visits, even virtual type of visits, anything like that. It, just talking, uh, talking uh, from halfway across the world uh, about the opportunities that Nebraska presented for him once he finished up his school and got uh, graduated and was able to enter the portal. And so obviously we know that we talked about the, the U.S. situation uh, that left them in a tough spot, and so they had to. They felt like they had to move and get another option in there. I don't know that um, that Coleman is a necessarily a perfect fit at the point guard spot to to run the show and, and be that guy that's going to set everybody up. I think he's a bit more of a, a combo guard. He he's good off the ball as a spot up player. Um, probably better than he is running pick and roll. You saw last year he upped his point total, but his uh, his efficiency suffered a little bit being the number one option, uh, being kind of the primary ball handler for Ball State. Didn't have a great season with Missouri the year before when he went up and played uh, at a high major conference, um, bounced back to Ball State and had an all-MAC second-team conference season there. Um, so hopefully kind of gained uh, some experience off of that Missouri trip and will be a little bit more ready for what he's going to face in the Big Ten this season. But so I, I don't know that he's going to come in and average 15 a game and be the 30 minute a game starting point guard. Um, but uh, he um, is going to be an option that will um, uh, th- that you'll feel comfortable. You can throw him out there. It'll be the same thing. I think that, that they were going to do with Jamarcus Lawrence if he ended up having to be that guy where he'll bring the ball up. He'll get you in the offense, but he's not going to be a guy that they demand or that they rely on to run the show completely. It's still going to be, they're going to pass the ball around, play through the bigs, get him some spot up opportunities, playing off of a Bryce, uh, Bryce Williams and guys like that. So uh, it'll still be a lot of the same things that we expected without him. But now you have a guy that has done it before uh, that is capable of putting up some, some point totals and getting uh, other guys involved. Jacob, 90 seconds. Fred got bumped back up to three and a half million. Uh, the metrics weren't laid out in black and white or in ink, at least 
in front of us, but uh, Trev liked what he saw last year. Do you like the the, the restoration for Fred? Yeah, I mean, that's that, that was obviously Fred, unlike uh, Scott Frost, uh, didn't ask for it to be uh, put down in print, so we don't have the exact metrics of what they were, but he, uh, so it's kind of a deal between them, and he was able to meet whatever uh, threshold Trev Albert set for him last year, and now the key is that was for last year. Can't have any slip-up now to continue. Uh, you got to continue moving forward. So this year has to be another step forward um, where you're sh- he's continuing to show, hey, we're building something here that can turn into a long-term winner. It wasn't necessarily, all right, quick fix to save my job. Like that's not mm-hmm. what Trev's in, uh, interested in. And I know Fred's not uh, – he wants to, to make this thing work too. It's not – a situation where he's just doing whatever he can. He's trying to build up this program. And so that was step one, uh, figuring out, okay, what will work here and what do I need to do to have success here? So he he found a little bit of that and now moving into year two, trying to build off that, um, continue to up their their talent level, continue to kind of build off of the things that they found did work, uh, make those the identity of the program moving forward and then continue to recruit to that. Jacob, good to see you. Thanks for the insight today, bud. Thanks, I guess.